Let's see what happens now. Does it work? Are we working? It does work. Are you going to have to go back and... Oh, are you... It does work. And now we're working. And now we can actually start. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? Things change. Tell them. They do. Tell them what you did. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't... Tell them what you did. Before our little uh, blip in the road, I was going to announce the world that I stepped in cat shit. It's uh, been a day of folly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been It's been a roller coaster. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's not it's not like anything terrible's happened. I mean, I guess if the worst thing that happened is you stepped in cat shit and then tracked it into the house and then had to clean the house and then disinfect everything while your kids worrying about where the cat shit is. And I guess your day's not horrible. Then you come over to record and the computer boffs and I have to restart it. Carrying around the smell of cat shit with me everywhere I go. No, it's it, it's not And we talk of drama. It's it's not it's not terrible. I had a drama before this a very nice relaxing day drama, um, a nice relaxing day uh, hanging out with the kids. You mm-hmm. know, my my daughter had some friends over and my wife went to work. Oh, we listened to um. There's a a a, a, a my wife a, a my <laughs> my wife. There is a uh, radio show on WFMU. It's a kids show that's mm-hmm. on the station there, um, and they the one you were on, the one we were on, and they routinely um, play our songs. And we were sort of today was the Yule Fest, their yearly Christmas show, and uh, we were we were very much highlighted on the show today. And we wrote a special Christmas bumper just for the show. And sent that in. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Double dip recess. And it was, uh, they played that and it was fun to hear. And there were a lot of really great Christmas songs I've never heard that were excellent. I think I'll try and on the uh, Facebook page or on the Instagram page, post a link to that show because what a Christmas playlist. It is, if you want to get festive, Mark heard a great new song. It's called uh, Rudy with the Big Booty. Okay, <laughs> Rudolph with the big booty, and it's very much Miami-based booty sound, and uh, it's it's pretty good. It's 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 going to be in my Christmas rotation from this point forward. So, how was your week? It was fine. It was, work was hectic, but we're at the weekend. We got there. I have been slowly cleaning and moving stuff around in my off time, getting stuff ready for Tim and Joey and their friends to uh, get here. I'm so excited to see them. I am off for over a week. Oh, are you? Starting next Friday. Oh, are you? I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Jen took that week off too. It's a special week. It's it's because you get Christmas off and New Year's Day off. Uh, You get an extra day off on both sides. Mm -hmm. So... Get two four-day weeks. Because uh, of that Monday Christmas. Yeah. Yes, yes. Kids don't like it, but we do. Yas, queen. I love it. Yeah. So uh, pumped about that and pumped to see Tim and Joey, obviously. Obvi. Mm-hmm. And just getting some stuff ready around the house, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we're here to talk about a weird one, huh? 
kind of odd, man. It's uh, I got this '70s playlist that I listen to a lot, and this song kept popping up, and I kept trying to kind of ignore how dumb the lyrics are, but it's kind of hard. Uh, it's kind of a weird story. We're going to talk today about Steve Miller Band, uh, the song Take the Money and Run. Now, this song was released when you were 42 years old or so, yeah? <laughs> I, You know, I just got to say, Seth is only three, maybe four years older than me. Maybe. Somewhere around there. Yeah, so maybe, maybe. You know, we don't have to we'll, get into specifics. Exactly. We don't have to find out exact numbers, even though we may have done that earlier. Um, so it is just a very funny bit to me to talk about how old you are. Constantly. The ageist jokes, I don't mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Good. be. I'm gonna be fifty this year, Mark. Oh, oh well. There I'm you hoping go. to hit that with grace and. You look great for, for fifty. I mean, you look I, great for coming you. up on fifty. I appreciate that. A handsome boy. Thank you. Um, so uh, what is your feelings about uh, Steve? What are your feelings about uh, regarding Steve Miller Band and this song in general? I like Steve Miller Band. The end. That's OK. Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, next week. <laughs> I like That's them. Uh, did you? I don't I don't know if you had the same kind of I feel like when I was younger, I was going to school in Fort Myers when it was still somewhat of a, a small town, sort of, uh, in the in the late '80s and early '90s, and uh, and I felt and and you would hear the Joker ad nauseum, kind of mm. got worn out on me. Don't really want to hear that song very much anymore. But all the other songs that I would hear on the radio, um, I I I enjoyed, and I thought, man, the guy, I have this vision of, and I think I'm right on this. He probably started out in the same fashion that most American bands of that era that became popular did. Started as a garage rock band or a blues rock band. And then in 1967, 66, somebody heard either Magical Mystery Tour or probably Sgt. Pepper and brought some fucking mushrooms to practice. And the next thing you know, everything gets all spaced out. There is one song that I do like from Steve Miller Band more than you know, probably more than any other. It's called Serenade. Have you ever heard it? I don't think so. It's wake up, wake up, take a good look all around you. You never heard it? Mm -mm. It's really great. It's a, it's dreamy sounding, uh, really really beautiful song. But there's others. I didn't. I I never really liked. I mean, never really minded uh, any of his uh, of his other songs. Uh, everybody, I think I'm positive, Mark. That you've had the same experience. The Steve Miller Band greatest hits from 77, 78. With the, that, the brown. The, no, the uh, the horse head, the chess piece. The, 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 uh, I think so. Didn't it have a brown night? cover? No, it was blue. Okay, I, like think, blue. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it had like the, the, the knight looking chess piece on the front of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's when you look through, uh, I'm sure your mom had that record, man. I'm, I'm like positive. Because when you look through, you know, uh, somebody's 70s record collections. There was always Frampton Comes Alive. Somebody usually had Live at Leeds. There was a Sgt. Pepper in there. But the Eagles always, Greatest Hits. Eagles Greatest Hits. Oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> but you always saw that Steve Miller Greatest Hits record. And this song is on there. Um, <clears throat> What a bunch of weird, bad lyrics from this band. You mean two, overall? Two of the first songs I think of, The Joker, were... They basically make up a word, okay. the pompatus of love. Mm -hmm. Some people call me the space cowboy. I mean, here's my thing with their lyrics, I think, by and large, because there's that and there's also fly like an eagle, 
where all they do is talk about different problems and how, but no real solution on how to fix them. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of like feed the babies who don't have enough to eat, shoe the children with no shoes on their feet. How's the people living in the street? Oh Lord, there's a solution. <laughs> But they never say what the solution is. Then he just says, fly like an eagle. <laughs> and then the other one is just like, basically, I, I th- you're the sweetest thing I ever did see. Uh, and I and he just goes through a list of things that he does, which I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. He just <laughs> kind of like goes through this list. It's very strange. That lends itself perfectly to what I was going to talk about at the end of the episode, which I thought I would bring up. This song that we're doing kind of goes nowhere. Same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole book is written, and then I was trying to think of a good analogy for it. Like, imagine that you know you just read Lord of the Rings, and then when uh, uh, you know Frodo gets to drop the ring instead of our battling Gollum, uh, Tolkien just ends the story right there. Yeah, it's sort of it's like kind the, of, the 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 Roseanne ending. Where yeah. you find out that the last two seasons were all a, a dream, dream, yeah, um, or a book she was writing, just doesn't. It, it just they don't. I, I guess what you're trying to say is they don't resolve themselves well at all. No, no, and and I, you know, that was kind of my feeling on this song. But now that I'm looking at other Steve Miller band stuff, I'm realizing, Jesus Christ, this guy just this is a theme. <laughs> this guy writes about nothing. Yeah, this, this is like the Seinfeld of classic rock. He's all starts. He's. <laughs> It's it's true. Steve, um, you should put an album out called Steve Starts. Now, that being said, the song rules kind of hard. I mean, like the music yeah. is pretty great. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's just a number of things in this song where um, uh, let's just get into well, it. There, no, there's there's uh, there's some iconic. Let's things not get in into it. it. No, just for one second. By the way, he played in town last week. Did you know that? I did not. Here in no. Fort Myers, yeah, last Thursday. I found out uh, Ann Wilson from Hart played in Naples oh, wow. like two weeks ago. That'd be kind of cool to see. Which I would have loved to have seen. Yeah. We need a supercut of us about to get into the lyrics where one of us goes, before we get started, hold Wait on. Wait a second, yeah. <laughs> or some because sort of, Lord knows it happens. Some sort of buzzer or something, some sort of bell yeah. that gets rung. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. All right, are we ready? We're ready. We're, this is it. All We're right, doing. so We're we doing. get the drums in the beginning. Do, do, ta. Um, and then we get our first verse. This here's a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better to do than sit around the house, get high and watch the tube. And here's what happened when they decided to cut loose. They headed down to Old El Paso. That's where they ran into a great big hassle. Billy Joe shot a man while robbing his castle. Bobby Sue took the money and run. You know what I like about country music? It's the stories, man. It's the so, to paraphrase Ray Charles or Jamie Foxx in the Ray movie. He's writing a story here, Joe, uh, uh, Marky. Who am I? Who, who are we here with? Joe, Joe Fred, Markle, what? Bobby, it? Joe. Bobby, Joe. Billy, Joe. Bobby, Sue. <laughs> Bobby. If you're Billy, I get to be Bobby. Um, he's writing a story. And I guess the exposition of that story is 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 okay. 
Is it, Mark? This is the story. <laughs> this is um this here. Yes. Uh is the dumbest story ever told. I mean, <laughs> just this intro. Um, so let me get this straight. The story is there were two people hanging out, watching TV and getting high, and when they decided to cut loose, they killed a man. <laughs> they headed down to El Paso, old El Paso. Oh, I'm sorry. We haven't yeah. killed him yet. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Billy Joe shot a man while robbing his castle. I guess we don't know that he's dead. That's immediately after they get to El Paso. Yeah. Yeah. So you mean to tell me these two lovers decided to cut loose. I don't know that robbing someone is is my idea of cutting loose. I, I feel like cutting loose is maybe uh, going down to a fancier restaurant or going out for a night of dancing. Maybe yeah, cutting a rug somewhere. But I, I mean, I've never heard of someone getting high. I mean, unless they're not getting high on marijuana. But the most dangerous thing I've ever done getting high on marijuana is <laughs> e- eating too much ice cream in one say, sitting. I attacked a pizza once. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's it. Well, let's put this into perspective of the time, Mark. Sure. I mean, you got to think about it. There's a, a two-year-old Seth running around out there. <laughs> Just happened. It's 1976. And uh, you got to find a way to pay for things. You got to find a way to pay the bills when you're north of El Paso. But there's money down there to be had. So you go down there and you uh, rob a castle, rob a man in his castle, and then circumstances bring you to shooting him. Now, the problem is, is that we don't get any idea of what the circumstances are. We just cut right to the killing. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. We don't, there, there's there's no alibi, there's not alibi, but there's motive. no motive. Yeah. Whatsoever. Except they were high and just bored. So... This kind of reminds like what do you remember the movie Kids? Do you yes. remember that movie Kids? Oh, of course. Harmony Corinne. Where they just walk around New York all day. And I remember my mom watching it. And after she watched it, like I came home from school and she was just looking at me with great suspicion. I get it. And I was like, what's up? She's like, I watched I watched Kids today. And I was like, what is that? She's like. It's a movie about these kids, like apt title. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and she was basically just like, is this what you and your friends do? And I was like, well, what do they do? And she's like, they just like do a lot of drugs and have sex with each other. And then spoiler alert, if you've never seen kids from fucking 25, 30, 45 years ago, uh, they all have AIDS. <laughs> like, they all give each other AIDS. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm like, it's no like rent or uh, <laughs> I'll tell or you with I'll tell you with a great amount of certainty that Matt Stone no. and Trey Parker made that one movie uh, or that one. Uh, what's the the musical that they made? Um, Cannibal, the musical. No, not Cannibal, the musical. The one oh, uh, Mormon more Book, of, Book Mormon, of Mormon where they go to Africa and everyone has. Ah, AIDS. Yes, yeah, yes, I have yes. AIDS. If you touch my daughter, I'll give you my AIDS. There you go. Yes. Um, so, you know, I was like, no, that's not that's not what happens. I could see parents hearing the song and being like, is this what you do? You get you get with your girlfriend, you get stoned. And next thing you know, you're driving down to old El Paso to <laughs> rob a guy's house for some reason. Do you own a skateboard? It's like, yeah, the likelihood of this happening is very, very slim. I do have to say that <laughs> the neighborhood that I grew up in, you did see things like this. I mean, people were robbed 
people were shot. Well, I mean, people look, were, it's there's, but that's that's a whole different thing. Yeah, there, there's, I do, I have no. Actually, maybe it's not. Well, I have. I'm not under any auspices that crime does not happen. I, I realize people are robbed, and I realize that sometimes it happens for no discernible reason. But I mean, this just. I, the names right off bug me, Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. I, I just really irks me for some reason. And the fact that they just say like, they're going to rob and shoot a man dead because they have nothing better to do than sit around, get high and watching the tube. Look, there have been many times I've sat around watching the TV and being been like, it doesn't get any better than this. It has not made me go, let me drive down to Naples and kill a man in his own home with my girlfriend, wow. which I don't have. What kind of TV are you watching, man? Oh, I mean, well, some of us, you know, we, we just get it's that thrilling. Feeling. Yeah, it's, it's um, I, drive I mean, Mark, to survive. Why do you hate those? Is this some sort of longstanding hatred toward the South that you have with the hatred of Billy Joe and Bobby Sue and and uh, heading down to, you know, heading down to old El Paso? I guess it's just that it's. um. It's like it's too it's like too cheap of a shot. I will be the first one to admit that this is very shallow songwriting. Uh, oh, writing. yes. It's not there's you're right. There's no motivation. He I could have no just problem. said they went ape shit nuts and yeah. decided to shoot a man. That's at least a somewhat of an explanation. Is this song about Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day? <laughs> I don't well, I mean I I don't think so. Yeah, he's from California. That's a long drive. Probably about Ray Carruth. I'm not sure. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he he robs his castle, which is just a, a, another name for the guy's house. So they're sitting around. They get high. They're like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's go kill somebody and take their money. Or, I mean, I guess being realistic and not even trying to, like, be hyperbolic. Let's we're bored. Let's go. Let's go rob somebody. And then the killing just is an offshoot because maybe the guy's home or whatever. You've skipped over something big. What's that? How is all of this a hassle? Yeah, they ran into a great big hassle. No, they didn't run into it. They no. caused it. They totally were the impetus for all of the negative things taking place throughout the what is being described. Yeah. And that's not a hassle. You're 100% Shooting right. Shooting a man is not a hassle. Yeah. It, that, that, that A hassle is something that's a mildly annoying, sets you back a little bit, not necessarily puts you in the court system also the fact that they say here's what happened when they decided to cut loose almost sounds like a uh, public uh like a like a what's the word i'm looking for like a service announcement a, like a service yeah, thank you public <laughs> service announcement about not cutting loose <laughs> here's what happened with billy joe and bobby sue when they decided to cut loose oh my god i'm bleeding from the gut <laughs> And uh, and instead this, of your brain like, being oh, on drugs, being oh, an egg, being fried. Oh, no, it's, this hassle. It's it's that we happen. This upon. is what happens when you get high and watch the tube. <laughs> and then there's a dead man like laying there like reservoir dogs. Like, you know, spit, yes. <laughs> drop me off at the fucking hospital. I can't do that. You're going to be OK. <laughs> so then we get the chorus. Go on. Take the money and run. Go on. Take the money and run. Then there's the. Go on, take the money and run. Go on, take the money and run. Anything to say about that? I mean, I guess basically what we get is um, Billy Joe is going to stay behind, I guess. 
um, that we find out from the second verses? Yeah, well, we're going to get to that. I mean, it has nothing to do with the lyrics, but some clever little guitar work here, I think. Just for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, that little those little licks that he pops in there, the rhythm, the rhythmic, you know, bouncing around that he does. But what he's about to say in the second verse doesn't ameliorate anything or fix anything. Yeah. This second verse is the main reason I wanted to do this song. I mean, guys, literally, it, um, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of a good equivalent and I can't think of one. Something that, something where you start talking and then by the time you get done talking, it's like, why did you even start talking? Because everything you just said made what you started with not matter. And that's what I feel like the second verse gets going on. Seth is looking up. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example. And there's, <laughs> yeah, like, I there's none. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it would kind of be like saying like, <laughs> this is kind of an equivalent. Have you ever been like, hey, does anybody have a dollar I can borrow? And then someone goes, yeah, I do. At home. Uh, um, it's at home. And he's like, so you don't. <laughs> and they're like, well, no, I guess not. And then you go, then why did you open your mouth? And now this is, it's kind of like a rough, rough uh, likeness. Oh, we've got um, a flat tire. I wish I had a spare tire. Well, I do on my car. That's not here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> why, why did you, uh, why did you open your mouth? Uh, so uh, verse two, we, we get met with the, uh, the, the uh, I guess the another, antagonist, another southern moniker, or protagonist, depending on who you who you ask. Billy Mac is a detective down in Texas. Ka 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 ka. You know he knows just exactly what the facts is. He ain't gonna let those two escape justice. He makes his living off of other people's taxes. Bobby Sue, whoa, she slipped away. Billy Joe caught up to her the very next day. They got the money. Hey, you know, they got away. They headed down south and they're still running today. Singing. <laughs> All right. So we, we got to start at the beginning. And, you know, you know that Steve Miller was influenced by the Jack Webb, Harry Morgan Dragnet series. You know that. Okay. okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I know I'm familiar with Dragnet. Okay. I, I think it's very funny that you, a nearly 50-year-old Let's man. Let's go like, with the age thing again. Here we go. All right. <laughs> well, it's just like, you you know it. Everyone knows this. And it's like, I'm not even sure. I, I didn't know the names of the characters on Dragnet. I don't think anybody under 40 knows what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So there was this show, Dragnet, where Jack Webb, the main character, would come out and go, or the guy who played the main character, I can't remember the character's name right now, but go, just the facts, ma'am. Mm, and yes. so that was like, that was part of the culture all of a sudden. You know, when uh, when there was a lawman, he only wants the facts. So you know that that's what Steve Miller is drawing upon in that second line. Maybe the most clever thing in the whole goddamn song is not even really that clever. It's clever, clever, clever. It's just, <laughs> it's a crumb. Clotted word. leather. <laughs> The Newport Manteau for leather made it from clotted cream. Cleather. The most disgusting clothing of all time. <laughs> Smells like those eggs Patrick was cooking. <laughs> Jesus. My roommate was cooking eggs that I'm pretty sure were expired by like two months. 
and I didn't I didn't know until after he had cooked them and I believe ate them. Uh, but they smell like they, no, they threw them away. Threw them. Let's give oh, them he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, yes. thank he did, Christ. He didn't okay. make a mistake. Yeah, I mean these things may have. I'm surprised they didn't come out as chickens. <laughs> these eggs were old mutant chickens. Yeah, if they so. were. I just oh, need to man. go in there like it's a fucking break room and just empty it. <laughs> just get rid of everything. It doesn't have anybody's name on it. It's going in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Clether. You know what the facts, and maybe not the most, uh, maybe it might be the most clever thing I said, but not even really. It's just drawing on popular culture and extremely popular culture at the time. Because, of course, Mark, I can relate to this a little bit more than you can based on age alone. <laughs> so... um. I just have to say, please, a couple things. Say them. Never has a more impotent character been written in a song of all time <laughs> than Billy Mack, whose sole the whole sole purpose of bringing him up is that he is a detective and he's not going to let them slip away. Followed immediately by they got away. <laughs> all right, great. Thank you for letting us know about this guy who is ineffectual, <laughs> ineffective, has no bearing on the plot whatsoever you just brought him up to immediately say well that was bullshit yeah ultimately only gets four lines yeah that's it but i mean there's there's literally only 16 lines in the song right it's short so he's taking up one quarter of the verses and um and and also you know he knows just exactly what the facts is (laughs) fuck Steve Miller, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for writing that line. It's just like turning English on its head to make a rhyme. Now, what's interesting is... I'm surprised you didn't point it out earlier with the Hassel and Castle thing. Well, I mean, I mean those, did... those at least rhyme. I mean, he's definitely calling it a castle because it rhymes with Hassel. Okay. But the the rhyme scheme of the first one is A-A-B-B. Mm-hmm. He's got... Bobby Sue, better to do. Throw up Watch the song. tube. Decided to cut loose, which tube and loose is a terrible near rhyme, but right. I'll give it to him. So you think that Texas is supposed to rhyme with faxes, <laughs> which is a sentence that makes me so angry to say. <laughs> I don't know what to do with listeners. Myself. He's turning red. Texas and faxes. But then you realize later on. He says justice, which doesn't rhyme with anything, and then says taxes. So Texas faxes taxes. What the fuck is happening? I don't know. I th- I can't help but feel like there's like some subliminal message in the future to uh, to um, um, what's his name, the guy from uh, oh Willie Nelson down in Texas. Better pay your taxes. So I guess we must assume that. Um, that Billy Joe and Bobby Sue live in a state that is not um, that is not in Texas, right? Because they go down to old El Paso. Man, Texas is a big ass place. So I'm going to guess that they live in New Mexico. Okay. Because, uh, you know, New Mexico borders Texas. Mm. El Paso, a.k.a. El Paso, I know is far to the left because it's right on the border to the west, yes. with Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm guessing that Billy Mack is a detective down in Texas. So we're we're talking from the, the viewpoint of being a New Mexican native, mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing. Maybe. How do you know he knows exactly what the facts is how do i know that 
because he's a detective, that doesn't matter. Well, you don't get it from the first verse. Mm, no. Because all you know is that the guy got shot, and that's it. Right. You don't know if anybody was there. You don't know the motive. You know nothing. He ain't going to let those two escape justice. He makes his living off of other people's taxes. This is the most questionable line in the whole song, Mark. Why is that a fact? Why is it doesn't, that? It doesn't why matter a, at all. It does. It, and he also makes a living off of his own taxes. Is he, why does he say other people's taxes as if his taxes don't also go to the same exact thing as other citizens? Maybe Steve has some sort of contempt for cops. Maybe and he's just bringing it up. I, that's my only guys. A cab includes Billy Mac. <laughs> if you were wondering, I heard a great Christmas song this week. A cab. All children are bad. Oh, all children are okay. bad. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I'll point it out to you later. Um, so, yeah, he ain't going to let those two escape justice, which P.S. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he is. And then he makes a living off of other people's taxes, which, as Seth pointed out, does not matter to anything at all. At all. Has nothing to do with the song. It, you know, it would be like, I don't know. It would be like, play as a song or the piano man. He majored in you know literary science <laughs> okay like has nothing to do with anything does not matter it, it, it just it it infuriates me. mark mark how's this for a story arc bobby sue whoa she slipped away that's it okay he, he was he was dead set on getting them yeah. But no drama. But just, she slipped away. Whoa. And then she Billy Joe away. caught up to her the very next day. How? We have no idea. That's there's the there's the cliffhanger, what the whole song hinges on as far as drama and, and tension and suspense is whoa. That's it. She slips away. And they got the money, hey, you know they got away. No, I didn't know that. That's why I'm listening to the song. That's why I'm listening to the story, Steve Miller and his band. I'm listening to the story to know what happens in it. And I've learned, basically, these two people got high, went to go rob someone in another state, ended up shooting the guy. She left. Billy Joe, for some reason, had to stay behind, but got away. They met up. There's a guy who's a detective who says he's not going to let them get away, but does. Who, who, who? That's it. Yeah. What a shitty story. I mean, well, it, we could. I mean, maybe it's supposed to evoke some sort of mystery that you're supposed to figure out. You know they're in El Paso. She slips away. They headed down south. So now we know they're in Mexico, Mark. They must be in Mexico. And then we could write another verse and or they're a still running bridge today. like where we talk about, you know, like Reggie Brad, their kid, who's a white kid who learned to speak Spanish because he's growing up on mommy and <laughs> mommy and daddy's Brad. hassle money. Or something, you know, I mean, there, it the could, hassle money. Yes, it, it could, we could do that. It That would all of a sudden, boom, you don't make it on lyrics to go with yeah. just a couple extra lines. I think you still would. I think these are still pretty <laughs> trash. Really bad lyrics. Uh, I mean, you know, he knows just exactly what the facts is, is the maybe the messiest. Chock full of just words crunched in just for the sake of having enough syllables that maybe we've ever had on this show. It's a it's a timely reference that's crammed in. You know, every, at the time people would have seen Dragnet, I'm sure, and that's what I, I've I've actually yeah, heard know, people talk about. Yeah, you know, but you don't you that. don't say faxes, you say what the facts are. That's what I'm saying, it's crammed in. Well, I mean, and it's yeah. bending it to make it so it rhymes with yeah. 
taxes, which is also a line that does not need to be in the song at all. We don't need that, to know that he makes a living off of other people's taxes. One of the top ten most pointless lines and in all And he songs. doesn't make a living off of their taxes. He makes a living where he's paid by tax dollars, but he doesn't make it. He doesn't make a living off of their taxes. He's not for that. He would have to work in the world of taxes. <laughs> he'd have to be a CPA. Then he'd be making a living off of other people's taxes. To be taxes. a tax collector. Yes. <laughs> so he does not make a living off of other people's taxes. He's paid by tax dollars by, of the fine people of New Mexico. He's a civic. Or I'm operator. sorry, he, he he's down in Texas. Um, that's right. So he's paid by the the, the yeah. tax tax dollars of the fine people of the the state of Texas mm. and maybe even the city of El Paso. Maybe. Uh, A.K.A. Hell Paso, the home of At the Drive-In. Home of the wonderful refried beans that I enjoy on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. Yes, love the old El Paso. Go on, take the money and run. Go on, take the money and run. Who, who, who? Go on, take the money and run. Ooh, Lord. Go on, take the money and run. Then we get a guitar solo. What do you think of this guitar solo? It's kind of okay. I mean, it's pretty it's, late. It's kind of, I mean, it's We'll let it's it slide okay. because it's, it's nothing special. I mean, you know, look, I feel, yeah, it's, I feel it's about Steve, but yeah, it's just like, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's just like a very piss poor version of uh, Miser Lou, <laughs> <laughs> where someone is just practicing the first note. Um, but, you know, I think we're giving, I think you and I are both willing to give Steve Miller band a pretty oh, wide well, berth. There's a, he does so many other clever little add-ins, little fills to, into songs musically that are great that 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 really give uh, songs their personality and their character that you can overlook often the lyrics. Well, I think Steve Miller Band is also kind of like the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I talk about the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, the NFL Buffalo Bills, everybody knows that I am a Patriots fan and Seth is a Dyed in the Wool Dolphins fan. Both can't stand them. And the Bills have by and large been the laughing stock of the AFC East. Well, Mark, what are they known for? Well, they're known for the four falls of Buffalo for choking. Yes. Yeah. So and, uh, you know, um, yet, so uh, by and large, it's like people have been like, oh, the poor Bills. Yeah. They still have never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so I think this is kind of like, you know, don't don't pick on Steve Miller Band. I know. I know they're writing their weird songs that are really in w- yeah. when all is said and done about nothing. But just let him go. Just, just give him, him a break. Be. He put in a song you know just just take it easy on him <laughs> yes he did go um after the bad guitar solo we just get another uh another chorus take and then we're money. done yeah yes um take the money and run is a song recorded in 1976 by the steve miller band we never talked about um this song i guess kind of in general uh this song was released in 1976 and uh was on the album the steve miller band no, it was on. Uh, it was on Fly Like an Eagle. Came out in '76. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It, 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 this is really weird, Mark. Tell me if you think this is odd. I think it is. On the Wikipedia page, the song was written as a road trip. Miller drew inspiration from his childhood when he listened to the radio station while on long road trips with his family, and he would sing along to his favorite songs because FM radio uh, was capable of making clearer stereo sound. This him allowed him to make road trip songs with more layers for a much bigger. How does that explain any of the song? I thought the same thing. How does that? Ex- I was like, "What in the fuck does that have to do with?" Well, I it? mean, it sounds like it, it sounds like his lyrics. Wikipedia went <laughs> went genius all of a sudden. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Wikipedia went Steve Miller. He probably <laughs> wrote that. 
Yeah, maybe. It's like, he's just like, I wrote the song as a road trip song because the FM radio has clear. And then you, like I just said earlier, you get to the end, you go, what, what did you just say? What, what just happened in all that? And he's just staring at you <laughs> and you're Listen, like, Steve, this off, this, this, this might be the worst Wikipedia page we've ever seen. Cashbox said that the song gets off to a quote, fine start with quote, <laughs> spirited, spirited drums and quote, has intelligent lyrics these are not intelligent fucking they must have lyrics. been smoking what billy sue and bobby joe were smoking but um that music is that is maybe just as good as maybe better than space cowboy what a fucking lame lame review of the song i mean i've never heard, seen a review that would make you just want to go yeah i never want to hear that well you know what's that you know the sign that that's a terrible review the song is not called Space Cowboy. It's called The, <laughs> the Joker. Joker. Yeah. Who's writing a review calling the fucking song they're referencing the wrong fucking name? This is your average 1994 <laughs> Peaches Records, Records customer. Uh, you got uh, you got Lyrical Gangster. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yes, I mean? Absolutely. Are you talking about uh, Here Comes the Hot Stepper by Ine Yeah, I, uh, I was wondering if you have that Who song Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> yeah, not Bob O'Reilly. Boy, no, oh, yeah. boy. Um, and uh, I will mention that the song uh, was the first song that Steve Miller led a rap group sample uh, in 2001. Run DMC sampled it basically straight up oh, um, with Everlast as well. He agreed only after hearing the song and liking what they did with it. Mark personnel on this song is only Steve three Miller, people, Gary Malibur and Lonnie Turner. That's I was it. shocked by that. Only a three piece. Yeah, I was too. I was absolutely blown Normally away. They cram studios full of people to make songs, but man, they really just kind of stripped it down. A sound alike version of the song was used in 2014 commercial for Taco Bell promoting their Crunchwrap sliders. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, they tried to use it for the Pizone, but Pizza Hut said no. Uh, he apparently said he made sure that these road trip songs that he wrote were upbeat and fun. Just like the ones that caught his ear as a kid. Yeah, upbeat and fun. Sitting around, getting high, going to another state, robbing someone and shooting and killing a man. For nothing. And then running off to Mexico, leaving the cops behind. What a, what a as a kid. Leaving an impotent cop behind. <laughs> yes. Actually, it's got some uh, it's got some romance to it there, Mark. Yeah, I mean, kind of you think yeah, about yeah, it. Now that, now that you mention it. Yeah, there's a, the, it is referred to as a Bonnie and Clyde-esque story. No. No, because there was more drama to Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. And Bonnie and Clyde died. Yeah, they weren't just sitting around getting high and watching the tube. No. Um, Miller gives only vague details in the verses, but in the end, they slip away and are still on the loose. I still love that. Billy Mack isn't going to let them get away. Is, By the way, they got away. Is vague details an oxymoron, man? <laughs> is that, I can't tell. Huh? It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you want to rate this? Uh, as far as creep, it's like point one. Yeah. I mean, it's really not creepy. No. No, there's no creepy to it. It's just kind of sad. Big rip to the El Paso guy, though. Yeah. I mean, that's a Billy drag. Mac. Yeah. No, no. Billy Mac is a detective. The El Paso guy that got shot in his castle. Oh, that guy. The nameless, yeah. the nameless victim. Mm-hmm. Big rip to nameless victim out there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's uh, too bad. That goes along with life in general. <laughs> Big rip. Yeah, it does. Big, big, big rip to everybody in the world. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a point one as well. There's really no creepiness here. It's just uh, a very dumb song. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about it. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Um, we are next 
So, so last week, <laughs> I tried at the end of the show to kind of work our way into it's that time of season, Mark. It's that time of season. Oh, yeah. Here we and go. then I, I yes. fell flat. Yeah. yeah. As Mark goes, no, it's not. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, I mean, we aren't. Is it, it is true. We are getting closer. I mean, is it? But it is not true that we are that we are there yet. We're there yet. We are there now. Yeah. So uh, for next week, we will be out. releasing our episode on Christmas. And the Christmas song we will be doing this year is Jingle Bell Rock. Um, what version we're going to do, I'm not entirely sure, uh, but I think they're all pretty standard yeah. at this point. We will probably do the Bobby Helms version, mm-hmm. which is the, um, you know, which is the most uh, ubiquitous, I think, the version. version from Mean Girls. Uh, sure. I think it was. Yeah. I think uh, that was I, the one. I've never seen Mean Girls. You haven't. No. There's a well, we're going to have to see that before the episode. OK. It kind of fits. You need to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we. Uh, we discussed a couple of other songs like uh, uh, Little St. Nick uh, by the Beach Boys. It would also be very fun to do, but they have been poured over many times. Mm. Baby, It's Cold Outside nah. would be another fun one maybe at some point. But uh, we know that those lyrics have been <laughs> dragged through the mud yeah. many times. Recently, and, very uh, much. Yeah. I mean, recently being like every year for the last 30 years. Um, so go ahead and listen to Jingle Bell Rock, um, the Bobby Helms version or whatever version um, for next Monday. Did there anything you wanted to uh, wrap up with here? Thank you for everybody that has paid attention to us and also communicated with us on the uh, on the Facebook and Instagram pages. Mark, I am so glad that I get to come over here every week, and I know that you're going to have Tim and Joey here for your Christmas, which makes me oh. feel good. Makes me Which feel makes good. me feel really, really happy that they're going to be here. Uh, uh, Tim, Joey, and friends. And uh, and I'm very, very happy about that. Hug your loved ones. Have a good time this Christmas, this next upcoming week. I love this time of year. It's me. Uh, I think it's a blast. I love spending it with my family and with friends as well, especially you, you Mark. And uh, Merry Christmas, Mark. And to you. Uh, yes, thank you all for listening. We As we're closing up on another year, Thank you all for uh, for listening and for giving us feedback and telling friends. We've gotten, um, you know, a couple of people have told us that they have been telling some people. And that is, you know, we do jack shit to promote the show. <laughs> Maybe at one point we'll actually get off our asses to, uh, yeah. you know, post this places and try and get more listeners. But in the interim, we like doing this and that's why we do it. Um, and so uh, we appreciate you guys making it a little worthwhile by listening and and letting us know what you think. Uh, we will be back next Monday on Christmas for you to sit down with the uh, the family around the Yule Tide logs, the Yule logs, Yule, Yule. the Yule logs, Yule. and listen like to Yule. us uh, talk about uh, the hit song Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms on a very Christmas edition of Lyrics to Go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.